I hope you're up, stretching, ready to expand a very important piece of your mind and your day. Your day is going to be great, and I'm so grateful that I get to start it off with you this morning. We are going to talk about possibly what could be one of the most boring subjects on the face of the planet, and that is a to-do list. Boo! Two thumbs down. You know, I really don't like the idea of a to-do list. Now, let me tell you something. I <laughs> can be, I, I know it's going to sound like I'm speaking out of both sides of my mouth because we have a love-hate relationship with our to-do list, right? Um, I love looking at a list and seeing 15 things that get marked off. But what I know about that to-do list is that for everything I mark off, there's probably five or six things that I did in order to make that one thing happen. And as I'm driving or when we're in the shower or when we're out walking or exercising, that's when these little things, these little to-dos that we need to think about or consider, they start kind of creeping into our mind a little bit, right? And it can turn a very relaxing situation. You could be meditating. You could be trying to do yoga. You could have some music on. You could be dancing around, worshiping, what whatever it is that you do. And that very pleasurable, relaxing massage experience is ruined by your head going through your to-do list. So I'm going to give you a brand new to-do list. We are going to shred the old way that we used to think about how we organize the things that we need to get done. And instead of creating one endless list of things that is never accomplished, we are actually going to create a list that's going to pull us into some higher thinking, going to pull us into some higher believing, some better ways of getting things done. And um, it's going to be, it's going to take practice. Let me just throw that out there. And and let me tell you where this came from. So I um, went to the the walk on fire tony robbins event okay and i i absolutely love it i love going to conferences that expand your way of thinking that add to you a little bit so regardless of how you may feel about tony robbins i i think he's a source for good out there um anyone who is putting their life out there to make the lives of others better i think is a thumbs up but some people aren't huge tony robbins fans and i get it but this is something that i think you can actually use so i i went out and i purchased the rpm system which is a way of keeping up with things you know kind of like a to-do list and so these ideas actually come out of that you can find entire videos on how to do it. You can Google and look at Google images for what these pages look like. I mean, he's got a whole system. I don't do well with very complicated systems. So I've kind of boiled this down a little bit. And um, I think you're going to be very happy using the system, the this boiled down method here. <laughs> but if you need more details, um, definitely Google Tony Robbins RPM system. Do it on YouTube as well. And you are going to be able to see all of the details that you might need, especially if you are a C-type personality. So, um, so let me tell you first what we are going to go through. We're going to actually go through three things and three questions. Okay, that's it. That's the whole system. That's exactly what it is comprised of. And the first thing that I want you to think of is um, what do you do 
when you have an idea or when something that you need to do pops into your brain, what do you do with it? Do you put it into the notes app on your phone? That is definitely what I do with it. It goes into the notes app on my phone. Do you have a diary that you keep? Do you jot it down on a piece of paper? Or do you just keep it in your brain hoping that you are going to think of this item later? Now, I can tell you that the most ineffective thing to do is to keep it in your brain. Okay, and, and the reason why is because of what we just discussed. If you don't get the idea out of your brain and capture it somewhere else, it is going to rotate around in your brain. And, and that's what's going to happen to you when you wake up at two o'clock in the morning, you know, 2.30 in the middle of the night when you should be getting your precious sleep to renew your brain. Instead, that little idea that had previously popped into your head is going to creep back up. And if it was an important and a pivotal one, you are not going to be able to actually go back to sleep until you get it out of your head. Now, here's what's interesting. This is actually something that I learned as a kid. It's one of these weird things that I taught myself. I would wake up in the middle of the night and I would be concerned about an assignment or um, I think I was in the fourth grade when this started to affect me. I would think about the science fair project. And what I learned to do was, is I would wake up and I would write it down on a piece of paper and I would put it under uh, my piggy bank that, and I would sit it right in the middle of the floor. So I would know when I woke up, I would be able to see that idea on that piece of paper under the piggy bank. And I would know that I needed to spend some time with that idea. So capture that idea. Don't just keep it in your head, put it somewhere. And here's the second half to this first item. You actually want to set aside time every single week to go back to the ideas that you have captured, okay? And so if you have a number of different things that you are working on, let's say that at work you have five or six different projects, capture all of the ideas, anything that pops into your head. I need to write a to-do list. That could be one of the items. I need to write down my action steps. I need to choose a team. I've got to choose a marketing system. I have to decide how I'm going to do social media. I've got to decide what I'm going to do for my website. Every single time an idea pops into your head, write it down. Even the mundane ones, I've got to go pick up the laundry, I've got to go do this, whatever pops into your head. And I know that you're saying, hey, Bev, that sounds a lot like a to-do list, but don't worry. This is not a to-do list. This is simply a way of capturing what is going to spike in your brain later and be uncomfortable. Right now, while it's comfortable and it's just freely flowing, write it all down on a piece of paper. Don't even bother prioritizing it. Just get it out of your head and... If you can, categorize it in, into one of your files, or maybe you have more than one list going on the Notes app in your phone, or something to that effect. Um, categorize it as much as you can, but more than that, set aside a time where you know that you're going to be looking at those things, okay? That way, your brain will calm down and things will be a little bit more pleasant. So our very first to do, number one is, is you want to capture those ideas a little 
you know, caveat underneath that is you want to assign a time when you're going back over your ideas, okay? So the next thing that you want to do is you want to create a plan, all right? And here's the thing with the plan. When we look at our to-do list, sometimes there's a plan wrapped around it and sometimes there's not. Sometimes things get really organic very quickly and things are urgent and they're important and those are the things that will get our top billing in our priority list. But when you're looking at your capture list, and you lump them into categories. So for example, let's say that you're looking at your capture list and you realize that going and buying groceries is on there, cooking dinner is on there, making a menu is on there, um, researching new recipes is on there, and they're all scattered, right? Because they just popped into your head all on their own. When you lump those into categories, you're going to see that there's quite a few things on your list that have to do with one specific thing. So I just listed off about five things that all have to do with making dinner for the family. Look at those categories and ask yourself, here's one of your questions. What do you want? What would you like to accomplish by doing these things? Okay. And what do you really want to accomplish? Not, don't think about, well, what do I have to do? You know, these are things that I have to do. That's all, it's all very bobbly and and it just feels weighty, right? But what do you want to accomplish? When you see five things on your list, on your creative capture list that have to do with making dinner for your family, you have to ask yourself, what, what do you want to accomplish by this? And, um, for me, my mother always had dinner ready for us when, when we got home. And I have these very fond memories of our family eating together. And what's funny is, is that we actually ate together in front of the television. That was my father's doing, okay? My father really liked to watch TV. I think my mother would have preferred for us to be around the dining room table, but it didn't really matter. The thing that I remember is, is I remember all of us getting together and all of us having these dinners together. And that's what I really want to recreate in my own family. So instead of seeing five or six things that I have to do, oh, I've got to go grocery shopping. You know, it's, it's now, well, what do I want to accomplish? I really want to accomplish that connectivity with my kids, especially as a working parent. I want us to all be able to come together. That's what I'm trying to accomplish. Okay, so it has a little bit of a different feel already because that's something that will pull me forward instead of weighting me down, right? So question number one, what do you want to accomplish? Question number two is, why do you want to accomplish it? So if I want to accomplish family connectivity, why is that? What do I want to accomplish? What do I want to accomplish for me? And what do I want to accomplish for other people? If what you're wanting to accomplish includes others, it may not, it might, what you are trying to accomplish may have nothing to do with other people. And that's totally fine. Not, not everything is about them. (laughs) Okay. So, but really get specific. So if you are um, thinking a lot about work, that's a big category. You have this project at work. What are you trying to accomplish? I am trying to accomplish a job that is well done with excellence because that's who I am. And for everybody else, I want them to be excited about this project. I want them to feel successful in a sense of accomplishment. That's why I'm doing these things, okay? 
And question number three is, is what is the action plan? So here's a really good quote that I just love. Activity with no purpose is a drain on your life. Whereas when you're doing things with purpose, that adds to your life. It spirals you up, right? And, and that is my purpose. I love spiraling up society, trying to help people live a, a better life and just not get marred down, right? So what is it that you are trying to accomplish? It's a very important question. And so the third question is, what's the action plan? What do you need to do in order to accomplish your desired outcome? And this is almost outside of your to-do list, right? So you're going to place your items in order of importance to you. And one of the questions that you can ask yourself is what are the 20% of things that you can accomplish that will actually give you 80% of the result that you're looking for? Because I can almost guarantee you that there is something on your creative capture list that you are overperforming in. That was not meant to be a pregnant pause. It's simply a sip of a cup of warm green tea. And I hope that you have something warm in front of you. <laughs> um, star the item, star those items that will actually accomplish by, by doing 20% of what is on your creative capture list. It's going to give you an 80% result. And that's what you want to start with. You want to start with those things. More than that, so we're going to do a few things with this list, okay? First of all, you're going to star the things that are must. These things are things that absolutely have to get accomplished. With those items that you decide to accomplish, okay, with that 20% that's going to give you 80% of your desired outcome, put a time to it. How long is this really going to take me? And, and give a little window, because sometimes you think that something is going to take, I don't know, let, let's say that you think it's going to take five hours of your time to accomplish making a meal for your family throughout the week. Okay, five hours of time. But when you start to drill down and really think outside of the box, which is the next step that we're going to go to, you're going to figure out that maybe it's not going to take that long. But assign real time values to it because I'm telling you, we will overthink, we will overestimate what we can accomplish in a day and underestimate what we can accomplish in a week or a month or a year or a decade, okay? So that's why you want to assign an actual time to this because here's the thing, we don't wanna spend eight hours of our day every day marred down in to-dos. That doesn't matter if you are a working person or if you work at home, or if you work at an office, or if you're a stay-at-home parent, you don't want to spend the bulk of your time in a to-do list that seems endless and seems heavy, and it just seems like, like stuff just keeps getting on there, right? There's stuff that will never come off that list. It's weighty, and it's heavy, and it, it's a block to us accomplishing our life purpose, okay? So establish real time. Know how long that that's going to take you, and just pull that into your understanding of, of your day. Give it a window of time. Now, here's the part that's really 
going to help you with your thinking and with your list. This is perhaps one of the things that we overlook the most, okay? We probably need it the most in our lives and we overlook it the most in our lives as well. And that's this idea of leverage, okay? The question is, is with the things that you are looking to accomplish, okay? So we're not necessarily looking at your to-do list. You are looking at what you want to accomplish. Is there something that you can do to hire out something that is on that list? And before you get into, well, I, you know, I don't really have any money to hire somebody to do this. This is ridiculous. I should clean my own house. I should cook my own meals. I should um, wash my own clothes. I should, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever it is that popped into your mind that said, this is ridiculous. What I want you to do is I want you to look at those accomplishments. Okay. So I'm going to go back to my, um, family meal idea. And the reason why this is so in my head is because as a full-time working single parent, um, meals is, is what I miss. You can start working. I can get so far down in my own to-dos that a meal becomes ordering pizza or getting Grubhub to deliver something. Thank goodness for Grubhub, right? Or Postmates or whatever the case might be. I even, um, there's a few things that I tried to accomplish my ideal family meal setting. Because for me, it's not about the food. It's about the connectivity, right? For me, and this is just my own personal take, when it comes to connecting with the family, that is done around the table and is not necessarily done with the cooking process. So for some of you, I, I feel like I can hear Italians rolling over in their grave right now or <laughs> um, you know, Italian grandmothers around the world because people incorporate the cooking process in with family connectivity, but that's not my house. My kitchen is not big enough to have everybody in there cooking. And so when I looked at that and I looked at what it would take to accomplish that and I researched, um, can I get a shopping list that have, you know, meal plans with them? What will that look like? Um, I even looked at um, food prepping and and freezing and, and all of these ideas. And what I settled on was, is that yes, there is a way within my budget that I'm able to get good, wholesome, nutritious food into my house to be able to prepare that food and get to the connectivity part, okay? And so when I look at my when I looked at my list and I started thinking about this, those were the things I thought about, food prep companies. I, I thought about um, there's a number of places that will actually deliver groceries so that going grocery shopping is no longer on my list of things to do. There are box companies, you know, HelloFresh and, and Blue Apron and um, all of these items, this not sponsored by any of them, by the way, <laughs> that, but they will deliver the menus and they will deliver the products to your house. So I want you to think about your the things you want to accomplish. And I want you to give yourself permission to think outside of the box about new ways that you can get your things that you want to accomplish done. You know, I want to accomplish a clean house because it makes me feel as though I am successful when my house is clean. Um, is it possible to hire somebody to do that? Is it possible to swap? Maybe you love cooking and somebody else out there loves cleaning a house and you can exchange prepped meals for a clean house. 
really think outside of the box on, on these items, you guys, but don't take yourself out of the process, especially at work. So if you are looking and you're saying, hey, listen, I think if we put together a team, we are going to have someone who designs the social media graphics. We're also going to have somebody who schedules those graphics to go out. And we're going to have somebody who is creating the blog posts. And we're going to have somebody who's doing the videos. You're going to put all of that together so it's not all on your shoulders, but you're going to be involved in that process, right? So this is what I am leaving you guys with today. And it's going to take practice. And, and just to sum up, the, the first thing that you should practice is the creative capture list. As you're going around, capture those things um, anywhere where you can regularly return to them and set aside the time to actually return to them. Next, you're going to create a plan. When you create a plan, you are going to ask yourself, what are you trying to accomplish by this? Um, why do you want to accomplish it? And what's the action plan? Those are the three things for your accomplishments and do it in that order. What are you trying to accomplish? Why do you want to accomplish it? Only then are you going to look at the action steps. When you have those action steps together, take a look at them. See what can I do the 20% that's going to accomplish 80% that's on this list. Star the items that are the most important, the highest priorities. Star, star the things that are must. Establish how long it will take you to accomplish that. Give yourself a window of time. And once that's done, take a look and ask yourself, is there a way that you can leverage some of this stuff? This is going to get you thinking about the accomplishments, what you're actually accomplishing is going to get you thinking outside of the to-do list. More than that, what you do choose to do yourself is going to bring you more success, more enjoyment, and more fulfillment because you see what it's accomplishing, all right? Thank you guys so much. If you have questions, please put them through on Facebook. You can actually message me uh, through most of the podcast systems as well. But I want to hear how you're doing with this. I want to know how that creative capture system, the creative capture page is helping you in your life. Go and make it a great day.